0: This is fed nine six five. Yes, that's F E D nine six five. And welcome to a baby blue viper. It is Monday. Yes, it is Monday morning, July eleventh, two thousand and twenty-two. Um, you know. I hope everyone's morning is off to a, a great start, you know, because that's just the most important thing, isn't it? Um, the only thing that, you know, can really beat a, uh, a great start would be an even better finish. Okay, so you need to have a great start, but yeah, you definitely also need to have an even better finish but we'll get to that today you know we're just uh, we're starting off uh, it is Monday it's a it's a new week yes it is it's a new week um, and you know there's just uh you know a lot to do there's a lot to do today there's a lot to do this week um, and you know if you don't have uh, you know a lot to do today a lot to do this week then you should ask yourself why not and uh, you know you better have um, you know good a good answer to that question and you know perhaps you do perhaps you do um but if you don't then um you really need to you know to figure it out you need to figure it out and you know try try again until you do have a, a good answer to that question uh you know the point is that you know i am currently wearing a uh, long sleeve um beige uh shirt uh button down shirt long sleeve and you know it's a uh, It's made for, um, you know, outdoor um, uh, activities in in specific. Though, you know, you can really use it uh, at any time, anywhere, indoor, outdoor. Um, It's really fantastic. It's got excellent airflow. Um, The material is, you know, it's um, it's one of those like wicking material. It wicks the sweat away. You know, really just a fantastic shirt. And I really need to pick up more of these guys because they're so good um, um, you know, point is, you know, I'm wearing that, uh, wearing, uh, dark blue jeans, and also at the moment, gray socks, and I am currently sipping on a delicious beverage out of a, uh, a dark brown bottle, um, god, that's good, um, you know, um, and, you know, so here's the thing, um, you know, I really wanted to, to get this uh, week started uh, on, the, you know, on the right foot, uh, you know, just I made a, a, a concerted effort, you know, and I think that's the most important thing that you have to make a concerted effort, you know, to, you know, to get things going in the way that that, um, you know, that works best for you. Um, and so what I did, you know, in order, there's a, there's a few different factors for this. First, one being the weather. Uh, as you know, um, uh, I am moving to Spain here you know, within the the next few weeks, and um, uh, you know, Spain gets real hot in the summer, uh, real hot. Um, so, in order, you know, to you know, to prepare for this, um, uh, I gave myself a uh, a buzz cut uh, yesterday night. I gave myself a buzz cut um, and it's actually you know it's a type of buzz cut called the the induction cut yes you heard that right it's called the induction cut Um, you know in the past uh, the induction cut was also specifically referring to um, getting a buzz cut with no guard you know just just the um, um, the clippers there on the uh, you know going all the way up to the to the almost to the almost to the skin a little bit uh, you know a little bit longer than that um, but you know uh, these days uh, the induction cut is actually it refers to um, any kind of uh, you know buzz cut that uh, you know that uses one uh, guard length um, for the entire, the entire cut instead of you know having a a fade uh you know on one you know on the back on the sides and maybe having it longer on top um there's this is a very different variations of the buzz cut um but i went with the induction cut um so I, i used a a number two guard number two guard with the setting all the way up so that's the the shortest you can go with a number two guard because on um, you know the the set of clippers that I have there's four different settings um, that you can you know adjust the um, the blades to either be longer or shorter uh, uh, you know per per guard basically so you could have a you know use a two guard but uh, you know have it on a, a two setting and As opposed to using a two guard and having on a four setting uh, the four setting would be a little bit longer um uh, so instead i went all the way up to the to the one uh setting with a two guard and i did that you know the entire you know um uh the entire cut so it is all i did this like i said for you know a lot of reasons one being the weather um it's i mean you the airflow the airflow that you get with a you know with a buzz cut specifically an induction cut is just incredible incredible i didn't use a um a hat today when i went on our walk this morning and it's starting to get you know a little hot where we are you know i don't want to dox myself but uh, i'll say i'll say that we are in the I, i'm not going to dox myself um but we're in the us uh and so the point is Uh, It's getting a little hot out and, uh, you know, so that, you know, to have more airflow, the buzz cut works incredible, really incredible. And the thing is, you also, if you want to use a hat, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. That's the good thing about, you know, the induction cut um, because, you know, of course you still want to be, you know, we were in the woods and you definitely still want to be on the lookout for ticks. Um, and you know other bugs absolutely but the thing is with an induction cut um, you can you can spot those 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 ticks and other bugs very easily that's the thing Um, if you have longer hair sometimes it's hard to see if you got you know a tick stuck you know in the in there you know because yeah you can't see it whereas with a you know with an induction cut um, it, let's say if you do, if you are in the woods and you do, you know, get a, a tick. Very easy to to spot, to feel. You can run your your hand right over it. Very easy to you know to pull that out. No problemo. Um, so that the point is, that is not to say that you that you shouldn't wear a hat. I mean, if you're in the woods for for a long time, um, or if the sun is really, you know, really, uh, you know. Uh, uh, just shining real hard you know Um, if you're really out there uh, for an extended period of time then yes it doesn't matter if you have an induction cut or not you should be wearing a hat absolutely Uh, but point is that you know for you know for a brief stint um, you can go without the hat no problem with an induction cut Okay, so now well, that's that. Um, so that, like I said, just want to get the you know the week started up uh, you know on the right foot here, and uh, got gave myself the induction cut, feeling great with that, um, looking even better. Um, and you know what uh, what's next? Oh yeah, so you know on our walk this morning with uh, Rioja, you know it's kind of it's kind of getting to be a bittersweet moment because you know we're, we're gonna leave here soon, and uh, you know don't know how long we're going to be gone to be honest it's going to be at least a year at least a year and um you know once we hit the year mark then we're gonna you know see what the what the deal is but it's at least a year um you know so that's a year away from um you know from our home here from the countryside most of all that's what uh you know that's what we're gonna miss most of all um, you know Rioja and I love the outdoors. Um, that is not to say that there are not that there's not outdoors in Spain. Of course, I intend to, and we intend, and we will find the outdoors in Spain. You can you can rest assured, you can be sure of that that we will find the countryside in Spain. Do not worry about that. Um, point is though, that you know we're gonna miss the uh, you know the farmland where we're at. Uh, i'm gonna miss the woods where we're at and you know it's just um it's bittersweet it's a bittersweet moment um and um you know it's starting to say goodbye you know to the to the area and you know it is what it is um point is though that you know on the trail this morning there was actually a lot going on on the trail this morning um there's actually just a lot going on in the in the in the area today um but um you know specifically on the trail um they were uh there were some excavators on the trail here um around the it's on on the gravel road um that is um that the trail um goes you know it's at the end of the trail the trail and uh, the trail merges and, and becomes in the gravel road, and you know specifically on that gravel road there was uh, there was an excavator, and there was also one of these. Um, I don't know the name of the machine, but it's one of the rollers. You know, I'm sure you've seen it. It's um, it wasn't too big. It was one of the smaller versions, but it's one of those rollers. Um, that I think are used for asphalt. That's why I was. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know. I mean, I've never, you know, worked on on roads, so I don't know the, you know, the specifics. Um, but what I've seen is these that uh, these rollers are are used after as you know after you lay down asphalt. But I'm a. Assu- I don't think that's what they were doing there. are they weren't laying down asphalt on that. You know, on the trail there or at that on that gravel road. Um, and um you know i've mentioned this before but that uh um, you know that land is um you know from the uh the revolutionary war era uh pre-revolutionary war era actually um so it's around the um, mid 1700s um if i'm not mistaken it's around there perhaps even early uh, 1700s um, i think there was a trading post if i'm not mistaken on the land um, you know um with the um it was a trading post between if, if i'm not mistaken between the uh the european settlers as well as the 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 native americans there um and i don't remember the the exact date of the trading post but i am uh i'm i am guessing it was around the early 1700s um point is that they're not laying down asphalt on that uh on that road right there i'm almost positive um, so they're using this roller to, perhaps they're using it to, um, to flatten the the gravel. I guess you could do that with that roller. Why not? You know, there's, it's definitely gonna still work for that. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But there was an excavator there um, as well as a uh, one of those roller um, vehicles. Um, but there was no kind of asphalt laying vehicle or anything like that. So. I don't know. I'm not positive. Um but um definitely definitely interesting and it was um you know something new, something new there. Anyways, um oh yeah, also, you know, just wanted to mention on the trail, ran into you know, there's a few different people like I said on the trail, but you know, had um, you know, one uh, you know, uh, uh conversation with these uh these two ladies and um you know, one of them mentioned that she had a cousin and her cousin was actually a um, uh, a breeder of German shepherds. Um, uh, Rioja, of course, um, you know, as you know, is a German shepherd. So you know, that's what you know got the conversation started there. Uh, and she she mentioned she mentioned, excuse me, that her her cousin has has nine has currently has nine German shepherds. Yes, you heard that right, nine German shepherds of her own of her own um and it was that's I and mean, that's what I told the lady that's extremely impressive you know so that's what I said I was like that's impressive um it's definitely impressive um because you know anyone you know german shepherds are a handful um so just a, a nine of them i mean that's uh that's a uh, that's impressive it definitely is um but you know the um, so that was great you know just a nice little you know chit chat on the trail and you know all's well um and what else what else um you know saw that so yep saying you know goodbye to the to the countryside you know took a longer route home in order to really soak in you know the just the area you know because you know because we're going to be leaving here soon so you know just wanted to soak it all in and and yeah and and yeah go from there You know, and uh, you know, just updates. Got updates left and right and all around right now. Um, So, since we're on the topic of uh, you know Rioja, the German Shepherd, um, uh, I just want to give you an update on the the pet transport situation. Um, As you know, it had been um, a well, it happened between, you know, there was a... At the beginning, it was a four different uh, U.S.-based pet shipping companies. And then with, um, you know, a one a Spain-based pet shipping company. Um, but, you know, it looks like... It looks like almost uh, 99% certain at this point that it will be the... Um, the spain-based uh pet shipping company that's going to uh that's going to get the contract um it just uh, that's what it um you know signs are pointing to and it's almost uh, a done deal at this point um so you know it is what it is about you know i'm actually very enthusiastic they are um, and that's why we're you know we're going with them because they are uh, fantastic um, you know, everything at the moment, you know, has just been excellent. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, you know tipping my, my cap to them on a, you know, just a, a really just, you know, just, uh, you know, I, they're just, they really are just doing a, a great job. Of course, you know um this will be constantly be evaluated you know as to their performance afterward but in their lead up to securing the contract you know everything has been um tip top it really has so um they've really just left the uh the competitors in the dust at the moment and um you know that's just uh just the way it goes just the way it goes um um uh, you know, and actually, it looks like as well that I myself am going to be flying Iveria. Uh, yes, you heard that right. It looks like I will be flying Iveria. Um, you know, uh, for a second. It, 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 you know, Delta had a shot there for a second, uh, but, you know, Delta had a shot and uh, Lufthansa had a shot as well. But you know, Iberia is just you know, it's just uh, it's just you know, there it just looks like it's uh, they're gonna be the one, so this is looking at the moment to be just a you know, a one two um combo, you know, from uh, from the the Spanish companies, yep, and that's what it's looking like. And, you know, it's, it is what it is. And, um, you know, point being, I will definitely keep you updated on, um, you know, all these situations as they evolve, um, you know, going along more with, um, with the, you know, with Rioja's, you know, specific situation. We are also still in, um. Still, went back and forth with um with his uh, veterinarian, um, in order to uh, make sure that he has all the appropriate uh, um you know the the vaccinations. Uh, he's got his microchip. Uh, but he also has to get the uh, the health certificate. And this health certificate needs to also be approved by the the. Um, make sure I am saying the, you know the the name right. It's the the U.S uh da if i am not mistaken um let's see it is the it is to be the usda yes um so the veterinarian and that's why we are you know using this veterinarian for you know for this process has to be a usda accredited veterinarian um in order to then you know to um, submit this health certificate, which then has to be endorsed by the USDA, APHIS, um, and that's uh, another. That's the uh, uh, so the the USDA is the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and the the A, the the APHIS is the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service yes you heard that right that's the animal and plant health inspection service and this is all in order to um in order to be able to transport a um a dog in this case from the u.s to spain there's a lot of you know rules and regulations and you know this is it just it has to be done this way and you know i agree with this i definitely do agree with this um, especially you know in these cases you definitely need when you're importing um you know um you know pets and then in other cases livestock um, you need to have these kind of uh of health certificates absolutely because you know you could be transmitting diseases and you know um and so on and so forth uh, you know what I'm saying here um the, the point is that you know we're still we still need to get that all processed and get all those certificates, you know to have them in hand once we you know we get to the once we get to the airport and we drop off Rioja, it needs to be dropped off with all the appropriate certifications vaccinations uh, the microchip as well as the appropriate kennel we haven't talked about the kennel but you know there is a specific kennel a specific size for uh, you know for german shepherds uh, and you know there you know certain you know uh certain norms uh, certain requirements uh, that uh, that this kennel needs to needs to meet uh, so we're definitely doing that and uh, you know we haven't purchased the kennel yet um, but um, you know we will be doing that i can tell you that it is a 700 series kennel that is the one that is uh, required um, in this particular case so that's that um, uh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Oh yeah, uh, you know we have nine hundred and ninety-five days left. Yes, we do. Um, and you know, uh, currently, the price of Bitcoin is uh, twenty thousand four hundred and five USD the block height is 744580 and yep we're just going to take a look here we're going to take a look um we're going to take a look number 1 trending stories fox news uh Pennsylvania 911 operator who refused to send ambulance, charged in 2020 death, refused to send ambulance? What? Definitely charged with manslaughter. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. An emergency 911 operator in Pennsylvania has been charged with manslaughter for not sending an ambulance to a home where a woman later died of internal bleeding? What is going on? Leon quotes Lee Price, 50, of Waynesburg, was charged last week in the death of uh, Diana Kronk, 54, who died in July 2020 after Kronk's daughter dialed 911 for an ambulance to take her to the hospital. One was never sent. Was it an accident that he didn't send it? He forgot to press the button? What is going on? Jesus, it's horrible. It does they don't know. Doesn't say the reasons for him not to send the ambulance. But he refused to send Initially agreed he would request an ambulance to, the, to be sent to the residence before asking a couple more times the woman would be willing to go to the hospital. Well, yeah, absolutely horrible and absolutely, um, yeah, should definitely be charged with manslaughter. There's no doubt about that. Um, uh, absolutely horrible. Um, so, no. Uh, so let's just um, let's just move on here. Uh, number two from abc news Uh, three-year-old beats the odds leaves hospital after 640 days it's such a miracle a wisconsin toddler has beaten the odds and is on the path home after spending most of his life in the hospital kingston vein rags 3 was discharged from american family children's hospital in madison wisconsin part of the uw health kids system after 640 days while well, there Kingston received a kidney transplant and fought off flesh-eating bacterial infections, among other challenges. Oh, boy! Well, I um, mean, you know, definitely that's that's good news. You know, yeah, beat the odds. Definitely good news. That's awesome. Um. So that's uh, a good story, right? Uh, it's good to see. Definitely good to see that that's a good story. Um, this is something to note that the good story is in, is in a second place. Whereas the, um, you know, the one with a bad ending, uh, is in first place. And you see, this has to do with human psychology more than anything. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, studies on this that, um, you know, that people will, uh, click more times on negative news, um, as, a uh, as instead of good news, there and you can look all this up. The studies are very clear in this um, that there, you know, the, that negative bias, um, and which is as well. This is the one that I didn't know about actually. Um, I didn't know about this part of the, of of the, of the conclusions um, that uh, that the re, that the data shows and the research shows, and that um, you know people are more likely to believe. Negative news than uh, positive news You see that not only more likely to click on on the on the negative news But more likely to believe that the negative news is true That and that and that is completely just a human uh, Psychological bias that if someone tells you bad news you are more likely to believe that it is true. I mean the person could be lying person could be lying but you are more likely to believe it is true than if that person told you good news it's amazing it's really amazing um and you know that's just something to keep in mind um number three from the wall street journal fed up with china one boss tries removing it from the supply chain well good for good for that boss That's going to be difficult um i don't have a subscription to this um, but designer perfume maker into parfums is shifting production to us but some suppliers are unsure how long it will last it's going to be difficult because you know as we all know china doesn't have any kind of uh or has very little uh, kind of uh, you know those l- labor laws um so they can use you know um and there have you know studies on this you know um uh, just uh you know people are in horrible work conditions um, in some cases underage um, um, minors being employed um, and you know uh, the pay is absolutely horrible Uh, but if you have all those kind of working conditions you can obviously um, produce at a a much uh, you know cheaper um, at much cheaper cost so there's no There's no doubt that there are benefits to that kind of model. The question is, are they ethical and are they sustainable? Um, And we don't know the answer to that yet. Uh, We we know the answer to the ethical part. Not ethical. No doubt about that. Not ethical. Is it sustainable? Perhaps. Perhaps it is. Um, We that the jury is uh, is still out on that one and is also on the flip side. You know, uh, you have ethical work conditions. But are they sustainable as well? See, that's interesting too. One second here. Ah, God, that's good. It's so good. Um, point is, or the question is: the question is, if you have ethical working conditions, is this sustainable? Because you know, as we as we as we see ethical working conditions also you know usually mean not always and perhaps that's the trick but usually mean that your um your cost of production is higher because you're paying your workers better which is you know it's ethical that's a good thing um you're paying them better they have better working conditions but then you have to compete with people that don't um that don't abide by those same uh conditions um, right. By those same ethics. Uh, so the, the point is that what do you do in that case? Because you could just lose out in the long run, um, you know, to the to the to the, you know, the the companies that are using unethical, you know, working conditions. So what is sustainable in the long run? That, it's a it's a difficult question. Uh, and it, you know, it brings up the idea Are ethics sustainable in the long run. Because if you're the only one who's being ethical, you know, if everyone around you is being, you know, unethical, um, it's much easier to 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 operate at a at a. I would say, I would. This is a guess. I would say it's much easier to operate without ethics than with ethics. It's much easier um, because you don't have as many constraints, and ethics, uh, you know, is a, are a constraint. Are, are they not? Are they not? Um, they are a constraint, I would say, in in many cases, right? Because you're you're putting you're putting constraints on on your actions, um, like the working conditions being one, you know, very easy example, and you know there's a ton of others. This is very basic, right? Ethics are a constraint. That is not to say that there's not that they're not positive. You know, I'm not trying to get into all that, but I'm just looking at it, you know, from from a from a you know a business sense. Are they a constraint or not? Um, um, so it's, it's difficult. The, the question is, um, for you personally or for the people around you, would you rather live in a society with those constraints than without those constraints? Do they give you other things that make up for having those constraints? You know, um, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of answers to this question. One answer, yeah, there's a, just one of these answers would be that they give you, um, um, You know a path to um, to the divine Um, that is one answer to this that um, you know they give you a path to the divine um, and so you are you know you you get the um, at a very basic sense you get to go to to heaven you get to go to heaven if you follow a life uh, with these constraints And that's the whole point too as well right these constraints can be difficult Um, they are difficult it's difficult to operate to live in these constraints within these constraints that is the whole point if it wasn't difficult then you wouldn't um, you wouldn't get the um, the reward of going to heaven right does that make sense Whereas if you don't have these constraints and your life is easier because you are not operating within these constraints, right? Then you don't get the reward of going to heaven So that's one answer to this dilemma that we are, you know, thinking about here Um, and I think that's uh, you know, I don't want to it is monday, right? We don't need to get in too deep into theological discussions here today um, but um but that is one answer uh of course there are many other you know answers as well um question then would be is one a answer that you know that that fits um that fits uh that fits what you uh envision uh, that you know that works for you uh and perhaps you know without getting in too deeply but perhaps um you know one answer is uh is better than all the other answers is that possible is that possible can there be different can you rank these answers and if so how do you rank them is that a subjective ranking or is it an objective ranking could it be a, an objective I mean this is difficult this is definitely difficult but that's not to say it's impossible All right, so that's that. Was that number? Was that all of it? Nope, we got one more. Number four, apartment therapy. This is the bold color that makes real estate agents cringe. I'm gonna guess it is. Uh, I'm going with green. He's going with green. I'm going with green. No, no, it's not. Interesting. It's bright reds and oranges. That makes more sense. Yeah, uh, especially the bright orange. Bright orange would definitely be, yeah. And I love a red and orange. You know, I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a fan of um, of all colors. Definitely, uh, bright red is the nightmare color for all real estate agents. Oh, really? Oh, I guess bright red in uh It's because that'd be because it's so it's it's so hard to sell that. Um, you know, that's what I'm guessing. Whereas, you know, like I, I wouldn't have any problem with a bright red, uh, you know, interior. I think it'd be pretty cool. In fact, maybe I'll do that in the future. Uh, just to have all your walls painted red. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I really do. Um, but apparently not everyone. Apparently some people don't like that. Um, so that's that, I guess. Um, I don't know why they don't. Do you like that? And why not what's wrong with having all red inside? I think it's awesome What if you add, you know, you're out? I think it's great. I really do you know, but Maybe that's just me um, Point is we're moving on that's enough of the news today and um, You know just want to all you know other things that I wanted to cover here also, you know where that um, you know I'm taking a you know I'm taking a break from uh, from social media yes you heard that right I'm taking a break from social media um, you know I just it's one of those things it takes up way too much of my time it's simply that um, it takes up way too much of my time and I don't do enough of my own uh, of my own work specifically writing um, I need to do more writing i haven't been writing you know that much uh recently i used to write more obviously when i was writing the you know the the you know my debut novel um uh, i was writing (laughs) but you know when i was really diving into that and writing that i wasn't using social media at all uh in fact i'm pretty sure i didn't have social media when i was doing that uh or most of it um so then i got back into social media and you know, like I said, it's just taking up way too much of my time. I'm not writing. I'm not doing my own things. Not that, so. That's just me. I'm just taking a break. Uh, no idea how long it's gonna last. No idea. Um, could be you know one month, one year, uh, one lifetime. No idea. Uh, we're playing that by ear. Um, but I am gonna say that I already, and it just it has been. It's literally been one day. I already feel better, and I'm not lying. I already feel better because, and I deleted it from my you know the apps from my phone so you know when i go to you know to look at my phone it's not even there there's nothing to click on deleted nothing to click on i have to go do something else whatever the other thing may be so it completely changes everything it really does it's it's pretty it's pretty wild how much it changes things um be i mean just uh you know just imagine if, if if you can't go to your phone and you can't click on uh, a social media there i mean you have to go do something else you can't scroll um You know pick up a book and that's that's another thing that's why i'm doing it Uh, i want to read more again i used to read way more i mean i still leaf through a little bit you know some books but i used to read a lot so i need to get back into that uh i need to get back into reading a lot and you know um and then start writing you know and i'll really get back into the the swing of things here um especially now that i'm you know i'm going uh, to spain i really want to be on my game and um you know at least for me at the moment being on my game does not include social media um, because it's just too much of a distraction uh, from life Um, that is not to say that some people are able to um to live like that and it doesn't affect them you know there are that's so there's no this is definitely case dependent person dependent um if you're able to you know To live with your life without any kind of issues and some people use social media really well and they use it for um, you know to You know to to message people about work a lot of people do it about work Uh, So a lot of people get work through social media so definitely that's awesome Um, But it's not my thing it's not my jam Um, So just taking a break from that and we'll see how long it lasts but I'm not lying I already feel better it's only been one day so we'll see how this progresses I'm definitely gonna be tracking it for sure um, point is you know I'm taking a break from that um, but you know uh, you know also wanted to talk about oh well this is I definitely wanted to talk about this. I want to go back to the to uh, the idea of the goat the goat the greatest of all time um you know specifically in tennis yes you heard that right in tennis um because i don't know if you um you saw or not but yesterday the joker yes the Joker, yes, the Joker. One Wimbledon. Yep, the Joker is back, um, and he's definitely coming in a real hot. Um, the Joker, you know, I've been a fan of the Joker. I'm a fan of the Big Three right now in general. Um, that would be, um, um Nadal, uh, the Joker, and uh, Federer. Uh, but you know um you know as we know we've been tracking this a little bit but uh Nadal um you know he's he's got the record right now in men's singles uh as well as in uh, men's single grant uh you know, slams here um uh, and as well as of course in clay. On clay, there's never been a doubt that uh, Rafael Nadal is the greatest to ever, you know, play on clay. There is no doubt about that. And he's got, I uh, said again, he's got the all-time record, 22 Grand Slam men's singles titles, including a record 14 French Open titles. Yeah, there's no doubt that he is um, the king of clay. There's not even a close, um, there's not a close second, um, okay? That's, that's been settled. Um, it would be very difficult for anyone to, to ever dethrone him on clay. Very difficult. He has the, you know, 81 consecutive wins on clay. He's the longest single surface win streak in the open era. Um, so that's just, you know, there's not a doubt that he is the king of clay. But, you know, but he is also at the moment the king of, you know, the it's the king of tennis. How about that? How about that? At the moment, uh, Rafael Nadal is the king of, uh, of tennis. And at the moment, you know, like and this is the whole thing. Uh, and I'm still of the opinion that at the moment he has the clear case for being the GOAT. Being the greatest of all time and being the GOAT, Rafael Nadal is the GOAT. And now, you know, and I, and I, you know, i mentioned this before. They've mentioned this before because the Joker, the Joker, the Joker is, you know, he's um, he's there. He's there and he is on the verge Um, You know, possibly, you know, there's a lot, I mean, his fans, his fans have been saying this, that, you know, if it hadn't been for the entire, you know, vaccine debacle, I'm going to say it was a whole, it was a debacle, it was an event that, you know, the Australian Open debacle um, where, you know, uh, Djokovic wasn't allowed to compete, you know, because he hadn't taken the vaccine um you know this is the whole thing is ridiculous and i doubt there's no doubt about that and you can say what you want but it is ridiculous um like i said um before i am pro vaccine if you want to get the vaccine you get the vaccine but at the same time i lean heavily to be anti-mandate okay Uh, i want that to be very clear i lean heavily to be anti-mandate there are specific situations where perhaps um, you know a mandate, um, you know, for specific situations, specific places in time, could you know be um, the right option. But this was not one of them because um, it made absolutely no sense in this case. If and we don't need to go into it at the moment. We don't need to go into it. Um, but point is that uh he should have been allowed to compete if everybody else wanted to get vaccinated but he didn't want to you know the threat would have been for him and so if he was willing to assume that threat uh, um then he should have been allowed to compete um and i the the mandate in this case um there is not enough um first of all there's not enough uh research and data because You know we are still sifting through the research and the data of the effects of the vaccine, and of as well as the efficacy of the vaccine. These are all things that are still being um, analyzed. Um, So there's there are things that are clear about it, um, but the the point is, and I don't want to get like I said, I am pro vaccine. Um, if meaning um, you know that if you want to take it you take it uh, if you don't you don't simple as that simple as that and you know I have still not heard any kind of good argument that will um, that will counter you know that idea of if you want to take it you take and if you don't you don't still not really because anything else you know becomes in my opinion quite unethical um, And I think that this was the issue here when uh, the Joker was denied, uh, you know, the um, he was denied the, um, you know, the he was he wasn't allowed to compete. And I think that was unethical. I still think that, uh, like I said, I am completely, you know, uh, if you want to take the vaccine, you take it. Uh, I'm not anti-vaccine. Uh, but if you don't, you don't have to, and, and I am very clear about that. I hope, and I'm trying to be clear, because there's a lot of people in this world that don't understand this very simple idea. Uh, so I will continue to be clear on this idea that you know you have a question of ethics here, of uh, we've talked about it of uh, bodily autonomy. Uh, you know, it's a if someone doesn't want to inject themselves with um you know with this uh, experimental because th- these are facts you know like i said i haven't i i took the vaccine because you know there were i had to you know because of certain requirements um specifically in regards to travel to spain um but the point is you know um uh, i'm not forcing anyone else to do it absolutely not because of bodily autonomy and this is a very important idea okay and we can carry this idea on to other things I don't want to do it I don't want to do this all right now um, but you know I will say that you know it, it's the same kind of logic that applies to um, being a, uh, a um, uh, pro choice it's the same kind of logic bodily autonomy um, now uh, the pro-choice argument is a little bit more difficult because then you have another um, a life form. You have, you know, the the fetus, um, and that's where it becomes more difficult because then you can add, you could counter uh, my argument by saying, what is the bodily autonomy of the fetus? Um, and that's a, a very good point, and I definitely am, you know, listening, um, but, you know, definitely a good point, and we can continue to talk about that. Uh But what I am specifically, you know, talking about today is uh, bodily autonomy in regards to the vaccine. Okay. Um, And, you know, bodily autonomy in regards to the vaccine, that's your choice, your body. You know, and I'm not going to get involved. Uh, And that's why, you know, the fans of the Joker, the Joker, will say that, you know, that that um um that the joker probably would have uh, defeated nadal in the um you know in the australian open that that just uh, you know occurred where um um nadal was um uh because he took that australian open right and so and we're we're talking about the record right now and so let's see so the Australian Open, yeah, right here, 2022 Australian Open. Nadal beats uh, da- daniel Medvedev. Okay, uh, Nadal beats him. Um, point is that that's the Open where the Joker was not allowed to compete because of the whole debacle in Australia. We don't need to get into Australia's policies right now on on COVID. I mean, there's. Endless debates about that whether they are ethical or not, Um, and or if they are excessive or not as well. Point is, the Joker, his fans would say, would have probably won the 2022 Australian Open. Okay, and if he had done so, okay, if if the Joker had won the Australian Open that he was denied entry to, he was not allowed to compete if the joker had won that then they would have been um both uh tied they would have been tied at that um at that you know at that moment and going into the 2022 french open right where nadal nadal's the king of clay nadal's the king of clay the joker you know is not nadal's the king king of clay no doubt about that and then nadal you know clearly he won. He beats uh, the 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 Danish Casper uh, Rude, or Rudd. I'm not sure. Uh, beats him at the French Open, and then so he's currently. So this is the hypothetical: if if Joker if the Joker had won the Australian Open, right, uh, then that would have put um, Nadal at at 20. so that means the the nadal would currently be 21 at 21 grand slam men's singles titles and the joker would be at at 22. if we include this wimbledon win yesterday so that's the thing The Joker would have the record right now. Wow. The Joker would have the record right now if it wasn't for the vaccine debacle in Australia. Wow. Look at that. Um, Now, that's just wrong. That's just wrong on so many levels. And, uh, you know, I feel for the Joker here. I really do. Uh, I really do. And like I said, I'm a fan of Nadal. Uh, So... But you know the, the Joker was not allowed to compete, so it's totally totally unfair. It really is, um, and we're gonna see what happens going forward. Now, now it's gonna get very interesting, because if if the Joker just keeps on going, and you know, and despite everything, he ends up getting the record without having competed on that, uh, you know, at that Australian Open wow then you know he he's definitely making the case for being the goat you know perhaps the joker is the goat i mean there's a huge he's got a huge asterisk right now because of the debacle in australia so what is the so that's where it all gets complicated when you're analyzing this idea of the goat because you had a you had something that really you know just it was a extenuating circumstance where you know he was not allowed i don't i know i'm dragging on i'm repeating myself here but you know it's just this whole idea of you know the greatest of all time but you know it's kind of is it fair you know when you know other things get involved does it still take away is the record what really shows that you're the greatest of all time because at the moment the record you know is in the doll's favor and perhaps you know and I, I still think that Nadal at the moment is is leaning and leading the way for for the for the you know the title of the goat but I think the Joker is just you know right on his tail just right there and at any moment the Joker can take this you know this um this title Uh, He's just he's the Joker. He's always there and he's always ready, you know, isn't and it's just you got to be you can't ever count him out. And even when the world is against him, because the world was against him in that moment, or at least the world, the powers that be, perhaps not the world as a whole, but the powers that be were clearly against the Joker at the Australian Open. And, you know, in the media, I remember this clearly, in the media, he was portrayed as being, you know, a totally a bad guy. Was he not? He was portrayed as being, you know, he's someone who doesn't, you know, care about other people. He only cares about himself, um, you know. He shouldn't be ever allowed to compete. And it's you know, Australia is doing the right thing by not letting him. Remember, he was put up in a hotel and there was this whole thing. Should he be deported from the country? It was crazy. I remember this. Uh, so, you know, it, it all gets really interesting here. You know, is the Joker, you know, a bad guy because the powers at B, you know, don't want him? Well, why not? Why not? What's he doing that's so wrong? You know, it's even though he's standing up for his own ethics and his own body. And that's wrong. It's very, you know, it's very interesting. Uh, and like I said, I'm a fan of the Joker. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you know, apparently not everyone is. And it looks like the powers at B are, you know, they're trying to stop the Joker. Question is, will they be able to? Because he just won Wimbledon yesterday. Uh so it's uh are the are the tides turning? Is that is that's what is that is that what's happening? Um and you know, uh we'll see. We're definitely tracking this, but you know, the Joker is is still there and he is uh, you know, he, he, he could take it. He could take him, but this is not to take anything from Nadal at the moment. At the the moment, let's be clear that the record shows that that Nadal has, um, you know, the most uh, Grand Slams men's titles. And that is the record. Um, As to the asterisk right now at the Australian Open, we can endlessly debate about this. But at the moment, the record is held by Nadal. So we're going to have to go i mean that's what we're gonna to have to go with at the moment but you know the joker is definitely still there and we will see you know how this evolves if you know he does in fact overtake nadal so and then we will revisit this idea of the goat and what does it mean uh you know in terms of uh the record you know what counts more uh in terms of also you know uh uh you know if you're you know the powers that be and you know if you got the people behind you what people who uh and so on and so forth we don't go into it too deeply that was probably more than enough but you know um you know just something to keep in mind you know what does the goat mean what does it mean to you um and what does it mean to others uh anyways so there's that there's definitely that um I Think we covered almost everything that we need to cover today um, The only thing is, you know, we you know, we have a, a, a Gentleman here at the moment, uh, you know, checking the uh, the You know the drainage system you know, from the You know from the from the basement to the um, You know to the outside just to make sure you know to really clearly analyze excuse me what um what the deal is you know he's here with um. you know he's got a camera that he um you know that he inserts down the drain there and it, you know it snakes around and it can you know really you know pinpoint you know where the um if and where and if there are any kind of obstructions um, so you know we're looking at that just to make sure you know everything is, you know, in working order. Um, but um, but yeah, so that's that. I'll keep you updated on that. Um, and anything else? Anything else? Um, you know, uh, the last thing to say. You know, it looks like the neighbors over there are also you know there's getting some work done on the house on their house as well because I do see some uh, um, some vehicles there that seem to be from um, some contractors though I am not certain Um, anyway so that's just the update it is Monday you know I've got a you know I got a few different things to do I got to keep packing and you know that's the main thing to do here um, you know as well as to prepare some um, some bags for um, you know to be taken to uh, to Goodwill, uh, some bags of clothes. That is, um, you know, as well as you know, at some point, hopefully get a uh, get some get a workout in though. Um, you know, you know, if time permits, but I'm not sure at the moment. Um, though I think it will. I'm pretty sure it will. Uh, point is, you know, it's a Monday. Just have a great day. You know, wherever you are. And, you know, it's, uh, it's Monday, you know, so that's always good. Um, So, uh, you know, just uh, keep at it, keep going, you know, make sure you're on the, you know, on the right track uh, and, you know, get a haircut if you need to get a haircut, give yourself a haircut if you want to and uh, or need to. Um, and you know, what else? What else? I don't even know. I don't even know, but it's Monday. So just, uh, you know, enjoy the day. Soak up the sun if there's any sun around you. If not, um, you know, figure it out. Um, and, uh, and I will see you soon.